Hello, I'm Isabel, she, her, hers. And I'm David, he, him, his. And we're two therapists with ADHD who sit down to have some chats about ADHD. We can't promise we'll stay on topic or be professional or even remotely mature, but we can promise that you'll end up looking at you or your loved one's beautiful neurodivergent brain in a shiny new way. This is not a therapy session. This is something shiny. I love it. Do you like uh, it? That's amazing. And can this just be the intro? You saying that and me freaking out about how amazing it is? Yeah. And you that dropping could, your voice? That could be, that could be our <laughs> first so intro. <laughs> so without further ado, welcome to Something Shiny. I'm David. I <laughs> In this episode, we are joined by David's friend and our colleague, Noah, um, and my husband, Bobby, both who also have ADHD. Thank you so much, Noah and Bobby. Now, let's get started. Transitions are so difficult. My brain will be like, we're ready to leave. What do I need? I need to, to get my pants on. I'm wearing a shirt. Uh, my wallet's by the front door. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, so yeah, let's leave. And then I stand up and go, my body goes, you have to use the washroom. You don't know where your shoes are. And you're only wearing one sock. Like, for whatever reason, none of that stuff is in my brain before I decide to leave. Mm -hmm. That's, I mean, you just, oh, I can't. Can I just point out, I have a whiteboard by the by the door to leave. And what that does it actually, say? It literally, I can read to you what it says. It says, out the door, underlined. And it says things like, phone, clothes, shoes. <laughs> Gym bag. And then there's a subheading with all the items that belong in said gym bag. Mm. Um, but the, I think the funniest one, for a long time I would forget lip balm. And then I'd have to buy lip balm every time because I can't survive without lip balm. So then we'd have like 20 I, lip balms. Yeah, <laughs> We literally have <laughs> yeah. my life. like 20 lip balms. But but that's like the level of, and, and the first, when I first wrote it on that whiteboard, it, it would take me about 45 minutes still. Like this, this took a long time to habituate into like, ah, ha, ha, ha. And now it's just habitual. Now mm. it's like I get up and my body just like reaches for lip balm. And the I routine. do like a little Beetlejuice mm -hmm. dance <laughs> that like takes me to the things I need. And then I get out the door and I'm like, awesome. <laughs> I feel like that's so funny because I've never been good at like making notes or like doing the whiteboard things. And I've always thought that I've needed to. Mm -hmm. The only way I've survived in life is I put everything in my bag before I leave. Mm. So like when stuff goes away, like I have to put everything away at night, it all goes into my work bag, whether or not it belongs there. But if I'm taking it with me, it's in my work bag. Mm. I've done that. I've started to do that too, where I just pile it all in as yeah. soon as I see it. But it has to be like a one touch rule. Like as long as it's in my hand, I'm like, ha. But it is still Beetlejuice dance style where it's like, ah, like they're able to. Yeah, so I, I don't have I anything think, in my bag. If I think too much about it, it's not going to My bag is like empty. I know there's no, literally nothing in my bag. I walk in the house and put my keys in my bag. <laughs> What are you supposed to look at me? Where is your 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 empty bag, sir? My empty bag? Well, you have well, things in your bag, but your yeah. bag for the things you do, yeah. to me is horrifically well, like empty. Empty like, because I, I try to minimize that. every single aspect of my <laughs> Another life. Another high five. Look at That's you guys the connecting. Thing that I try to minimize. I like we're minimize. We had a one time on a podcast. I don't know if it made it an episode where I talked about my obsession with merino wool clothes. Oh yeah, because. <laughs> 
because Marina will be because it's awesome. Well, because <laughs> it's awesome. But Marina wool in the sense of like uh, like active wear mer- Marina wool, not like you know warm sweaters. I take it back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like because you can you can have like two pairs of everything. Mm-hmm. It's and and you can wash it and it dries within like forty five minutes and then it's like great simplified shirts shorts pants underwear socks great I only need two or three of everything I can wash them in the sink they're done mm-hmm. is that a merino wool shirt you're wearing this is not no okay this is just some hashtag cheapo like- Amazon shirt yeah but no but it is but I, another but here's the element I I really just have black t shirts and like jeans or. Like a couple of dress shirts, but I have completely minimized, like, because it's easiest to me, at least, to minimize like wardrobe stuff. Yeah. That's mm. where I can control it. I will, but it is the minimizing everything. So, like, if you look at my bag, it is the only, the only thing in my bag is the only, only the things that I need that day, that moment, that hour. You're talking about a really actually sophisticated intervention. And I wanna make sure I'm like honoring this for a second and sure. like telling you what's happening in the context of inattention. There's something that really hits people around decision fatigue, hmm. like having to make too many decisions and choices around things like which pair of underwear do I wear? What sandwich am I getting? Like, what time do I need to leave? What's what, what am I going to drink? What am I going to eat? Like all of these things like can, can accumulate to people. Why at the end of the day, <clears throat> uh, some people I know, like Noah is a perfect example. <laughs> the end of the day for Noah. It's coming. No, yeah. no, no, I, 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 I just smile. try to translate the, the beautiful it's facial like, expression that just happened. It was like this, like, no, oh, yeah. sitting here looking at you while you're talking, David, kind of like, like literally like bracing himself for the yeah. moment you look right at his eyes. He's like, I know. And I just I look know. at him and I say, it was so, black it was and so chicken sweet. sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> like if, if, if we go to a, a, a restaurant or whatever it is, Noah's going to order a black and chicken sandwich. Which is the right choice. I'm sorry. Uh, yes. Not fried, grilled if you can. Of course. Ranch on the side or buffalo sauce oh, on the side or whatever. Both. I don't know. Both. So <laughs> sorry. I love that you were like aggressively pointing I, both of your fingers at each other. But there's a, there's a reality, I think, that the, this is not, like, I want to be really clear, like, Noah, you you don't have disordered eating. Like, this isn't the guy that only eats, <laughs> like, you know, black and chicken sandwiches, like, for 17 years, and he's going blind. Like, this is he's not... He's got scurvy. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, but, but I do want to acknowledge, like, how caustic it is to make a decision like that all the time. And, like, if someone handed you a menu that had, like, 50 items on it with all these pictures and stuff... I think he might close it and ask the waiter when they come, like, do you have a black and chicken sandwich? Like, I would probably ask what they want, what they would eat and if they don't have a black and chicken sandwich <laughs> or a Reuben. Um, but other than that, <laughs> I'll ask them what they think is good, and then they'll give me, like, two options, and then maybe I'll take one of them and then or struggle for another 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm. I usually say, what's good? Think of a couple of things. Don't tell me and bring it. I, I, yeah, interesting. That was the best thing. So I went to a so uh, I went on a trip with my wife, and we went to a blind restaurant. Have you, have you ever been oh to a blind gosh, restaurant? It's completely pitch black. It's pitch black, and you're cool. and all of the waiters and wait staff are people with visual impairments, mm-hmm. and so um, they lead you in. And one of the things you can do is like pre-order from a menu, mm-hmm. or you can get the blind option, which is they just bring you something. And I was like, I'll do that because then I don't have to make a decision. Oh my gosh, it sounds so delightful. And I have terrible taste, so like I, I was gonna guess what I ate, and I guessed it all wrong. So it was, it was fun. That's super bud. Also, oh my like, gosh, that's my biggest fear. That's your biggest nightmare. It's my absolute. Well, I'm sure there's worse things. Got. I'm sure there's worse things that I can go through. <laughs> but that is one of my champagne problem. That's one of my champagne worst fears. 
Like that someone orders for you? No, that I would go to a place. <laughs> well, yeah, probably. Actually, no, yes. that's 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 totally that's a sub that's a subset of that. Yeah, but it's that idea of I, I'm so. I think because I eliminate all of the all of the options because it, then I don't have to worry about things mm-hmm. like that. Like, but with the food stuff, I'm so I'm so picky and I've gotten better. Mm-hmm. But I'm so I'm so picky that I do order specific. I don't order the same thing everywhere. But I order the same thing at the at a specific place. Like what? So if what we go, there? So yeah. if we go to our you know our our favorite uh, Mexican restaurant, I will order the exact thing, exact same way. Mm-hmm. Or at the you know other places that I hit up, it's the exact same thing. I don't even need to look at a menu. Mm-hmm. And if I go to a place where I don't, where I, I've never, I haven't been, I usually probably just get the same thing that I would get at my favorite like. You know, same thing. Bar at place. Yeah. I'll get I, I a burger. Tell you what your version of the black and chicken sandwich is. What is it? It's a burger. Yeah. 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 Burger and fries mm-hmm. or chips. Yeah. They mm-hmm. have them. Yeah. And, then, and a cup chips, with lemon. Do you mean like English chips, which are fries, and you're just saying fries twice? No, I mean like some option. You know, sometimes they have a burger and crunchy fries chips. or chips for our UK listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Put that the two chain, no, like <laughs> or the, either the whatever is a potato that has been fried, right? Yeah, and to the utmost fried would be to the utmost, the utmost, the healthiest I mean, options well, it's, for me. It's a wait, wait, but I want to honor that you're actually talking about other ADHD factors now that have to do with like hypersensitivity around texture. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, and well, and the idea too about the 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 blind restaurant. Mm-hmm. If I went there, like I don't like certain sauces i don't like certain things and if i was like i don't know what this is mm-hmm. that to me would be like torturous mm-hmm. you know i'd probably get around it and i'd probably have a good experience that's the thing is that if i almost what we talked about where it's like if you do the thing that you fear then you usually come out i mean if it's a good thing you know right. then you usually come out of it enjoying it or or liking the experience. Well, There's the funny. Well, the funny funny thing about that is that we had. I got a dessert. I didn't know what the dessert was. Yeah. And um, I took a bite of it, and I thought my brain went flan, and I'm like, oh god, I hate flan. And so I was like, do you want some to my wife? And so I, you know, we have to find each other's hand. Sure. And so instead of handing her the spoon, I took her hand and like jammed it into the <laughs> whatever. <it is. laughs> and she's like, what are you doing? And then she ate it. She's like, oh, it's like strawberry cheesecake or something. And yeah. I took another bite. Of, oh, and oh, I nice. started liking that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's so weird. I bet, yeah, I bet my, I bet my mind would it'd totally be, I, I bet I'd be able to eat all of the things I'm scared of <laughs> if I went to a blind restaurant. I'm just so reinforced when it comes to food around novelty. And texture stuff. Like I'm so sorry. I'll just be. I'll be the guy that goes nothing slimy. If I don't mm. like slimy, squishy things. Overripe bananas. Get out of here. Give me a hard banana. Like there's a texture thing that I really. I gotta make sure that I'm owning as part of this. But like, for me, I, I was a vegetarian for like 22 years. Yeah. Recently changed. Not no longer vegetarian. And like, I just want for the record for anyone listening. I miss being a vegetarian. Medical reasons. I have to eat meat. I don't want to get into it. But it be a vegetarian if you can. <laughs> but. <laughs> But what, the plate in. Yeah, 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 but whatever. But meat, it, first thing I'd say is it's a little overrated. Like I thought I was going to eat it and like go to outer space. But, you know, bacon is delicious and hot dogs are delicious. I'm learning these things. 7-Eleven. Right? Oh, they're still the best. I want yeah. the super dog. 7-Eleven yeah. oh. super dog. Oh, what? Yeah. 7-Eleven is above super dog? Just the dog itself, yes. But the accoutrements on super dog. Oh, for yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like the dog itself. Oh, yeah. You can just say toppings. I don't know what goes on. Whatever. <laughs> the toppings, accoutrements. But but now as a as a meat eater, I don't know what I like. I'm like a child approaching everything. So now it's like, well, I haven't had that here before. What is that? I'll try that. And I'm finding things some things are really gross. 
Well, it's way <laughs> it's way more fun to let people order because before I'd be like octo lacto vegetarian, get me whatever you think's good, and they're like, what does that mean? I'm like, eggs and cheese, good to go. But like, order me something. Now I can just be like, uh, I will have something. <laughs> yeah. And and it hasn't always been that good. Actually, people have <laughs> a lot of different tastes when it comes to meat, but everyone knows a good veggie option is like. You know, grilled mm. cheese with tomatoes, or mm. here's our stir fry, or have you tried our good pasta thing? And, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm. Well, I wonder, like, this relates to the, have you heard of the paradox of choice? Say more about that. Um, so it's a book that I picked up that I didn't read, but I picked <laughs> it up sounds about right. at nice. the library. But you read the title. So I remember the title, and I remember reading the back of it. I remember my friend talking about it. So that qualifies Expert. me to talk about it. <laughs> I I've never heard of this book, but I was so excited to hear more about it. I have a brutal honesty. Like, usually well, what I do is I, like, kind of play the game of, because, like, here's your random thing. Yeah. I do the thing, you know when you're talking about you read every article and then you don't remember it at all, but uh. then you'll randomly remember a fact from it? Mm. That is every single thing I've ever read. I'm reading a book I love with characters I think are, like, the most compelling characters I've ever read. The second I put it down, I have no idea what just happened. I know. But then. Isn't it awesome? Read, yeah, it's great. It's like. I'm you can read it again. Slate. I can read it again. Yeah. And I'll watch movies again sometimes. Yeah. I have no idea. Oh, but, yeah. Like four years from now, someone in a room, two rooms away, will say something like, oh, and also that one book had such a twist at the end, didn't it? And I think it related to seabirds. And I will like run in there and go, guess what, guys? Seagulls, you know, some of them fly without, you know, like I'll make it, like, but it'll be a real fact. Yeah. And I'll just totally pull out of my ass. But it's like, I know it exists somewhere. I know it exists somewhere. Yeah. So I always tell people, I'm like an article I've read because oh, yeah. that's yeah. usually all Which one you don't have to cite. Exactly. Yeah. But Paradox's Choice but is like that. But more this book that you didn't read. So it's what's a book that I still feel like I got the It's TLDR. Of. Just tell us the... <laughs> it's, it's the idea that essentially at some point, too many choices are exhausting mm -hmm. yep. and they're wearing on the mind. And even without attentional variability, mm -hmm. it's going to, it costs you. And no matter what, you're left feeling more dissatisfied. Yep. Mm -hmm. So it's that idea of like, if you have 10 grocery checkout aisles or, or counters and you're standing in one line, you always believe your line's going slower. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like the phenomenon of like, right, like time and space and how we yep. relate to it. Mm -hmm. But it also has to do with the fact that if you see 10 of them, like we don't believe enough in our like luck or in our good. Like that we pick the right one. We always think we pick the wrong one and we're always looking for evidence. We pick the wrong one. And we do that with, like, find with, it. with like Tinder. We're or it's like, we're going, like Netflix, like, I know you know, I when you're flipping it. through. I know I missed it. There's yeah. got to be something better because we have so it's it's the paradox, right? The more choice you have the more likely you are to believe you could do better. Hmm. Is so, it, when were you on Tinder? <laughs> I have never been on Tinder. <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Zero judgment on Tinder. No, zero judgment on Tinder. But that, that, you know what the uh is? That is, that is the overabundance of choice. Like, right. I, like, um, the, the idea of it, Tinder. The idea of Tinder makes me, Not like, slimy physically Tinder. nauseous. The idea, you know what I hate? I hate, like, diner, old school diner menus where, like, 10 pages long and, like, little font. Mm -hmm. And they have sections for, like, just omelets and just pancakes. And, like, three pages later, just steak. Like Cheesecake Factory. I, yeah. oh, Cheesecake Factory <laughs> is my arch nemesis yeah. because I love cheesecake. But there's too many 
fucking cheesecake. Yeah. Thank you so much. Yeah. Send me two cheesecakes yeah. and sell me on the chocolate one, and I'll be so much happier. Yeah. Or, yeah. or have a plain cheesecake and a topping bar that you play around. Oh. Yeah, but I don't want to have to pick because then I'm going to wonder, like, what is the pecan one that I didn't get taste like? And how's yeah. the strawberry one? What's the texture on that? And can I please? This is my problem all the time right now. I also, I think I am also drawn to the novelty in food, and I will always pick the weird thing that I haven't eaten before if it fits in the things I can eat because I'm always like, ooh, what'll that taste like? I, but I, I hate when there's too many choices because then I'm like, I didn't pick the most fun novel thing and I missed out the chance to try the new thing. See, oh, but, yeah, I love that. I just pick the thing that I know I'm going to like. So, I do love that. Like, I'm just like, like, oh, well, that's like, a guarantee. So, sweet. Uh -huh. yeah. Bobby, we were talking about like like restaurants that I need to try now that I'm eating meat. Yeah. You came up with, can I, can I say super dog? Is that okay? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We talked and about it, yeah. how it's below 7 dog. It's yeah. the best super but, dog. Yeah. Here's the thing, right? I went there and I didn't act like a normal person. Like a normal person <laughs> goes there and they're like, I will have a meal <laughs> or like yeah. whatever. But I'm all like, oh, man, this is like 20 minutes away from work. I'm not going to come here often. I better know what's good. Mm, I'd like two hot dogs, one with everything, one with just mustard and onions. A double cheeseburger and oh, they're tamales. I'll have one of those too. So I ordered all of this food and returned to my office. I had one bite of the tamale, disgusting, threw it out. That that's an out of tamale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they call it they should call it like weird corn tube but with meat in it. Not good. Yeah. It's not super tamales, it's super dogs. Oh god. Yeah. yeah. But then you know, I had the, I had a hot dog, I had a cheeseburger. I yeah, feel yeah. like now I understand what super dog's all about. I but I couldn't make a decision. <laughs> like the opposite which is so which, funny to me because i'm like at super dogs you get a super dog because i look at all the all the options and i'm like no why What's would anybody is that the hot dog tells me what to oh, eat super dog is just yeah because i mean their whole gimmick there is we don't have hot dogs but we got super dogs right you know? and it's like okay i get it mm -hmm. give me that give me the super dog it's funny because he would go and do what he did and i would walk in stand there for about 25 minutes and then leave with nothing yes because <laughs> i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna like and if i don't like it ugh, maybe i'll like it maybe i'll get those lasagna lasagna super dogs like that's kind of weird like oh, <laughs> that. he's going through the authentic like brain <laughs> sorry it's perfect oh it's brilliant it's so brilliant it's so it's so nice to talk about this this feels like the like we're airing the inner mm -hmm. The inner differences between the inner workings of what's this going is, on inside. Well, not only that, but we're actually like, and this is where I want to kind of reinforce it. We're subtly reinforcing subtle differences between hyperactivity and inattention today. Mm. We're talking about the impulsivity piece versus the slow down piece. Like we're we're articulating some of these major differences, but we're not doing it in a pejorative way. We're we're having real effective conversations about how inattentive ADHD is pretty all right and how hyperactive <laughs> ADHD is pretty all right, and we have to find the right places to be. Mm -hmm. Okay, so yeah, I guess, and I would say this because I'm impulsive. So of course I'm gonna <laughs> speak up. Um, so here's my question: What if you were saying too that it, it will sometimes depend if you're combined type, right? Mm -hmm. Like which environment you're in, which part of it will present, and it also sounded like part of what would dictate um, which part would present it, it would have to do with like how much anxiety and how much structure. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um. I'm still struggling with that. Can I say it a little differently? Yeah. And in, in, no one disagrees with me if I'm saying this in a way that you don't agree with. But I, what I find is, all right, what, what I find is that, like, and this is a belief. I don't know if we can say this is like a pro proof thing, but I'd say I firmly believe that environment dictates 
when a combined type person presents, which side they present. And what I notice is the more mastery they have in the situation or environment, the more likely they're going to be hyperactive. And the less mastery they have in that environment, the more likely they will be inattentive. Thank you so much for listening. If you ever have that thought where you think, hey, I have nothing, stop. Remember, you're something. Something's shiny. That's right. Just as you are. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more free episodes of this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review anywhere you listen to podcasts. We're on Instagram as Something Shiny Podcast. And if you're looking for more information, useful links, definitions, visuals, everything we can think of, and more is on our website at somethingshinypodcast.com. And it's all free. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in two weeks. <laughs>